0: Welcome to The Bomar Show. We are your hosts, Josh and Sarah Bomar. We hope this podcast will motivate, educate, and entertain you. Enjoy the show. Welcome back to The Bomar Show. We are on episode nine, and today I'm going to be talking all about my personal holiday tips, how to survive the holidays with everything coming up between Thanksgiving, Christmas, Holiday parties, work parties, New Year's Eve, Friendsgiving, thanks of friends, friends of fall, happy fall y'all parties. Whatever you celebrate, we all know how delicious and amazing and tempting the food can be. So I really hope that these tips and kind of my personal take and view on holidays can really help you this holiday season in order to not stress and actually enjoy the time with your families because that is the most important thing when it comes to holidays. You should not be worrying about, "Oh my gosh, I'm going to I'm going to miss the gym and I'm going to miss my macros and what if I don't get enough protein and oh my gosh, what if I weigh myself tomorrow and I go up 2 pounds?" That is not what you should be focusing on for the several days over the next 8 weeks that are the holidays. So I'm going to be solo podcasting today, right now, it is a very busy time for both Josh and myself. So to find time for both of us to sit down and record a podcast is almost impossible. It is November 3rd, so we will be back to our regular back and forth Josh and me podcasts. I would say within a few weeks at the latest, it's just a very busy time for us right now with our other businesses and our other activities that go on. In the early fall. So let's get right on into this. Holidays, Thanksgiving, what are your tips? Sarah, help me. What if I indulge one day? Oh my gosh. So, if you guys follow me on Instagram, you saw a few days ago on November 1st, I posted a story and I said, I am going to dedicate myself every single day in November to my diet, 100%, no breaks, no cheats, no faltering at all off my diet. Not going to happen except for. Thanksgiving. So what does that mean? That means for 29 days in thanks in in November, I'm going to follow my meal plan. I am going to hit my macros. I am going to get all my protein. I am going to do everything that I need to do to hit my current goals. And then is my quote-unquote reward on Thanksgiving? Falls to the wall. I'm going to do whatever I want. You know what that means? I'm going to enjoy myself. Does that mean I don't enjoy myself every single day? No, I love the food that's on my diet. That's why it's on my diet, because that's why I wrote it, because I actually like the food. But let's be honest, we all know the home cooking of Thanksgiving and the desserts and everything else is just a little more enjoyable than your typical diet food. So I encourage you all to take this challenge, hit your meal plan and your nutrition plan or your diet or whatever word you want to call, whatever you're following, hit it every single day in November. Every single day. 100%. And then on Thanksgiving, you enjoy yourself. You know what that's going to do? That is going to put you in the right frame of mind when Thanksgiving rolls around. And you're going to say, you know what, self? I have given you 100% the full month. And as my reward, because we are very influenced by rewards as human beings, can't say that you're not, as my reward, I'm going to indulge on Thanksgiving. But because you have already made such progress in November, I guarantee you, you will, quote unquote, indulge less and be more mindful of what you're actually putting into your body than if you were to just ho-hum along the whole month and, well, Thanksgiving's at the end of the month, so I don't even know why I'm going to diet this month. You guys, Thanksgiving is one day in November. For most people, it's two whole meals. Not many people have breakfast Thanksgiving. Let's be honest. You're worried about one lunch and one dinner, possibly maybe two lunches and a dinner. If you come from split families, I'm going to talk about that. But let's be real. Even if, even if, you had a full day of just epic binge, pig out, eat all you want, stuff your face, go ham, whatever, whatever. That is only 3% of your entire month. 3%. And if you are eating five meals a day, you have 150 meals per day or per month. 150 meals per day would be awesome. So two meals out of 150 is Do you really think that you need to be stressing out and losing your mind over two to three meals? And I know you're shaking your head and you're saying, no, that's actually really silly. Why would I be worried about two or three meals? Because in all reality, you probably mess up your diet more often than that during a regular month. If you're being honest with yourself, you know I'm right. Whether you want to admit it or not, whether you're shaking your head, whether you're like, oh my gosh, she's right. What have I done? So that is why I'm really pushing this challenge of let's hit your diet and whatever, every single day in November. And then on Thanksgiving enjoy yourself because i really feel like that'll shift your mindset like i said and give you proper perspective on the day okay so now that we have that kind of framing of it is only 3% of your month and it is only 1.3% of your total monthly meals so it's really not something that we need to completely stress over and ruin the holidays over so my thanksgiving tips and these tips could go for any day of the year that you know you will be eating something that you might not be tracking later in the day. This could be a birthday party. This could be a wedding. This could be Christmas. This could be a holiday party. This could be a work party. This could. These tips don't just apply to Thanksgiving, but Thanksgiving, my favorite holiday ever in the history of ever, because no one is worried about presents. Everyone is just worried about good food, family, playing euchre if you're from the Midwest and watching football. And that's so special to me. So on those days, even when I was in competition prep, I would still not stress over Thanksgiving food. So what do I do Thanksgiving day? Luckily, our gym is open on Thanksgiving when we go up to my mom's house. So lunch isn't until one. My family doesn't show up until noon. My mom kicks everyone out of the kitchen around 10. So what do we do? We go to the, we go to the gym around nine or 10. We get a good workout in. We lift a big Muscle. Josh sometimes does full body. I do glutes or I do back or I do shoulders because I want all the good calories and yummy food to go there. So if you have access to a gym, I highly recommend working out in the morning, even if it's for 30 minutes, even if it's for taking a walk outside. A lot of people might not have an open gym. Take a 30 minute walk outside. You will feel so incredible just by getting some movement in your day. All right. Tip number one, exercise. You could also do 150 burpees for time and 300 squats for time. That's always a fun one. If, you, if it's really cold outside, if you just want an extra challenge, 150 burpees and 300 squats and time yourself and do it as fast as you can, because that's a torturous workout. And that was a question that a lot of people asked is if I don't have access to the gym, what can I do? There you go. You don't even need any equipment. So we have went to the gym or we've done some activity Thanksgiving day. I always recommend that you guys drink at least half a gallon of water before lunch. Let's say lunch is at 1. Try to get in a half a gallon of water before your first big meal. This will help obviously get more water in throughout the day. And a lot of times when we're overeating like this or just eating foods that are off of our diet, we're not drinking a ton of water. I really can't remember the last time I had a Thanksgiving where I'm like, Mm, water, I'm usually drinking Coke Zero Cherry or Diet Mountain Dew. You know, it's just it's just what it's just what happens on a holiday. Pop is delicious. We can't deny that. So make sure you're drinking your water in the morning before your first meal. Again, get that water in. It will really help throughout the entire day. So now we're on the meal. We've already fast. Oh, that is one thing. I recommend fasting until the food is put out essentially. And then like you guys have heard on other podcasts, if you have listened to them, you really want to break your fast with some protein. So what I really like, so I always bring up, venison, summer sausage. My mom cuts that up. She puts that out with the cheese ball. I always make sure I have some protein beforehand. Obviously, a day today is a day that you don't have to be 100% perfect on what you're breaking your fast with, but if you wanted a recommendation, that's what I would recommend. So you're going to fast until your first big meal, and you're going to work out, and you're going to get a half a gallon of water in. And by the way, you don't have to do any of these tips. You can just veg out and do whatever you want. I'm just telling you guys what I like to do to make myself feel good and to make my day fully enjoyable because I do love movement and I do love the feeling that exercise gives me. I'm not punishing myself. I am not reserving calories. I'm not doing anything like that other than I just really enjoy exercising and working out. So we've got our water. We're fasting. We've been to the gym. So meal one, here it comes. What do you do? I always start with the turkey. I think we all do. I make sure that protein makes up about a third of my plate. And then the other two thirds, green bean casserole. My aunt makes really good cheesy mashed potatoes. Um, my mom makes great green bean casserole. Let's talk about that. And my mom, or my grandma makes great croissants think everyone's grandma makes great croissants. I that's like the rule of grandma's. My cousin Amanda makes this amazing shrimp salad. So I really like to load up with the protein and the greens. And then I will still have a little bit of mashed potatoes and a little bread because it's phenomenal. So I only ever do one plate. I feel like I get my fix after that. And you really, if you actually would add up your macros on Thanksgiving, you probably really aren't eating as much as you're actually thinking that you are. Now, if you're loading up the gravy, the stuffing, the cranberry sauce, those things can add up, but I would guess, and maybe I'll do this on Thanksgiving, actually log the food and the calories. And I bet people grossly overestimate, oh, I just must've had 2,500 calories. When in reality, they probably only had like 800. So don't stress. That's my big thing. Don't stress. Now, The dessert table because that's my favorite table. Josh and I will always split desserts. My grandma makes the world's best pumpkin pie. Period. You can fight me on it, but you will lose. I always get a slice for pumpkin pie. She also makes pecan pie. My aunt brings these like molasses squares. My cousin always makes amazing cookies. My sister makes great stuff. So what Josh and I do is, besides the pumpkin pie because that's my slice, we always share dessert. That way you can get pieces of. Each thing, but you don't have to have a whole square and a whole slice and a whole cookie in order to experience the things that you want to experience because life is all about experiences, people. And at the end of the day, on your deathbed, you're not going to say, Oh, I wish I, you know, I'm so glad I didn't have that cookie on Thanksgiving. No, that's not something that anyone has ever said in the history of forever. Again, this is 3% of your month. The important thing is what you do the majority of the time not the minority of the time. Don't sweat the small stuff. So again, we really like to share dessert. So after the meal one, what do we do? Play cards, watch football. My mom and my aunt clean up the kitchen. Sometimes I help. I feel like now that I've gotten older, I should probably start helping a little bit more, but go for a walk, go for, you know, any sort of activity invite your cousins have fun go outside and go for a walk who cares if anyone judges you and that is something when i put up my instagram post today that i was going to be filming this podcast i asked everyone what do you want me to cover on the holidays besides tips and what i personally do and an overwhelming percent of people i would say about 70 percent the question that they wanted me to answer was how do I handle my judgmental family? And that breaks my heart. Because if I am seeing, like my cousin Amanda, for example, she's lost an extraordinary amount of weight. And when I see what she eats at Thanksgiving, I'm like, I'm really freaking proud of you for sticking to your diet because you're stronger willed than I am. She sticks to her diet the past Christmas and Thanksgiving that she has been following her meal plan. And I give her props. So it really breaks my heart when family members, like... Not that I think that they intentionally do stuff. Maybe your crazy aunt intentionally says something or your cousin who's psycho might intentionally say something. But for the most part, I feel like people just want you to enjoy the holidays. And so you're going to have to, what's the word? You're going to have to kind of gauge what their intent is when you respond to them. But this used to happen to me. This happens to me and Josh when we go um for Easter or something where we're not overly indulging in meals and we just have to tell people we have goals we have a deadline that we have to meet and we really just need to stick to our diet everything looks amazing and i wish i couldn't enjoy it but i'm really proud of myself and i really want to stick to this meal plan right now i'll enjoy thanksgiving or i'll enjoy it christmas or you know i, I really just would love your support because this is hard enough. And I think that you love me enough to understand that I wanted to accomplish this goal. And I know you love me enough to support me. Boom, what are they gonna say? No, I don't love you enough to support you, no. And another thing, don't talk about fitness on the holidays, unless someone brings it up to you because you never wanna make someone else feel bad. Some people say those things because they're on the defense. And if they look at you and you look great and they might feel bad about themselves, well, you need to indulge, eat a cheeseburger. People really don't have a filter, especially family members. So just make sure that you're not bringing up fitness unless someone actually asks you about it. And I really think that that will help tremendously. So after your first meal, like I said, enjoy yourself. Spend time with your family, your friends. Don't punish yourself the next day. I see this a lot on Instagram and I see people, you know, recommending a ton of cardio the next day or fasting all day the next day. You can absolutely fast the full next day if you want. There's a lot of proven benefits to fasting and we will be filming another podcast when Josh and I are filming together about fasting and all those benefits outside of like dieting benefits. So fasting the next day isn't bad, but it's definitely not required and you definitely shouldn't feel like you have to fast the next day just because you enjoyed time with your family the day before. And I guarantee even after you indulge and have fun and eat whatever you want for lunch, you're not going to eat that much for dinner. Even if it's the same food, sometimes it's not really that great when it's reheated, let's be honest. You really only have to worry about that one or two meal at lunch, right? So this brings me to another question. What happens if you come from split families? Josh and I deal with this mainly on Christmas, but we both come from divorced families. So we have a lot of events and a lot of parties and a lot of meals in which we are surrounded by food. So what we will do, say we have a lunch at noon and then we have another one at three. We won't go super hard at either of them we will kind of like half it that way we can still enjoy because everyone cooks food differently and I enjoy different things from different people and different sides of his family so what I really like to do is you know whatever my full plate of lunch would be I half it at the first place and then I half it at the second place so that way you're still enjoying the food that you want. But a lot of us do come from split families, so I can 1,000% understand where you're coming from. You're like, well, most people only have two Thanksgivings, and I might have four or five or six. And then I have a Friendsgiving, and what do I do? So I really just recommend that you guys take a step back and just really evaluate, like, will this food make me happy in this moment? Will I understand that I might, I probably shouldn't weigh myself the next day because I know I can't gain 10 pounds in a day, it'd be really hard. I know it's probably water weight and I know I'm gonna get right back on track the next day. That's the most important thing is just having a plan for the day after. Prep your meals, make sure you're not spilling over your indulgence into the next day or well now it's the weekend and it's Black Friday and I'm shopping and I'm at the mall and I'm doing all these things because then you start, then you start snowballing and then you start making excuses and then it's, oh, well, it's December, and I have five Christmases in December, and I have a work party, and then we have New Year's Eve, and then we have New Year's Day, and then we have the Super Bowl. And then by the time you keep making all these and thens, you're back in the summer and you're wondering why you don't look the way that you want because you've made all these excuses up until that point. I know it's a horrible cliche, and I hate referring to your body as a car, but your car has four tires. Say you get a flat. Let's say the flat is Thanksgiving. You're not going to slash the other three tires just because the one is flat. You're going to fix the one tire and you're going to move on and keep driving. The same goes for this. You do not need to self-sabotage. You don't want to overspill your Thanksgiving indulgence into Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Suddenly it's December and now it's December. So why would I even bother? Because I'm going to have five days this month. Who cares if you have five days this month? That means you have 26 days where you can be on your diet. So again, we really just, I feel like as a, as a society, need to switch our mindset from, oh, well, Thanksgiving, I'm going to indulge. Yes, but for the other 29 days in November, you're going to be on your diet. And those are the days that you absolutely need to be focusing on because those are the days that are going to make you Thanksgiving is not going to break you. It's one day, just one. So a few other tips that I wanted to bring up to you guys. A few people were asking if I personally bring lower calorie, lower carb, healthier alternatives to recipes. And to be honest, I don't. Um... My cousin has made some lower carb desserts for the last few holidays just because she is low carb and she still wants to enjoy things. So I really appreciate that because then I eat those as well. But for me, I personally do not because we come from far away and I don't cook when I get there. If you guys do need some healthier recipe ideas, you can find either of my cookbooks. Um, you can find them, the one wildgamewildgains.com. That's more of your entree book. My dessert book is on BowmerNutrition.com. And then we have a ton of athletes, Bowmer Nutrition athletes, that post amazing protein desserts and protein recipes. And maybe if you wanted to bring one of those to your family event and just say, hey, I wanted to bring these for me and I thought that you guys might enjoy them as well. I would love for you to try them. I think that's a great opportunity to, to kind of ease people into your healthy lifestyle. Another tip that I have is chew gum. Chewing gum can really help prevent you from snacking during the day. My aunt Judy makes the world's best Chex Mix and I could literally eat my body weight in it. But I do try to limit myself to one to two bowls, especially when we're playing Euchre and all my cousins are going to be at Thanksgiving this year. So I already know that we're going to have like 10,000 games of Euchre going before, um, going, going on while we, before dinner. But I really think that chewing gum can help you prevent the snacking and the mindless eating that usually adds up to more calories than the actual meal. Also, sorry, (laughs) fun. So I'm just looking at my notes right now. I know you guys can't see me, but I'm looking at all my notes. So the last thing that I did want to mention is you you really want to make your decision beforehand of what you're going to do. If you're going to follow your diet and if you're going to stick to it a thousand times, props to you because you are stronger willed than I am. I cannot resist my mom or my aunt Judy or my cousins or my sisters or anyone's home cooking. I can't resist it. I can't. I can't tell my grandma, no, I'm not going to eat that pumpkin pie. But if you, you can even fit a lot of this food into your daily macros. I personally just don't want to track on Thanksgiving and no one should make you feel bad for what your decision personally is. So beforehand, I highly recommend deciding how you're going to tackle the day. Self, I am going to indulge, but I'm going to get some movement in, I'm going to drink my water, and I'm going to fast until meal one, and then I'm going to break my fast with some protein. Or self, I really wanna stick to this diet, so I'm still going to get my movement in, drink my water, I might fast, I might not, but I am going to follow my meal plan and I'm going to stick to my macros and I'm going to be 100% dedicated because I don't want to veer off of my meal plan. And that is a thousand percent fine as well. I had a few girls message me and say, what are your tips on not binging on Thanksgiving? And I really feel like the word binge is, is often misused and misrepresented into what it actually is. Binging is Almost, no, it is. It's uncontrollable and it's an eating disorder. So don't think that just because you're enjoying food that you don't normally get to enjoy, you're not binging. You're just enjoying food off of your diet. I really feel like the mentality of how we frame things to ourselves has a huge impact on the stress we put on our body and how our body responds to the excess of calories that we are getting on that day. So I know this was a relatively short podcast in terms of our other ones, but it is a question that we get a lot around this time of year, and I I hate just sending like one or two sentences in DMs in response, and a lot of people have asked why we started this podcast, and this is why, because this answer of, quote, how do you handle the holidays, took me personally rambling for twenty minutes. So I'm really grateful that you guys have listened thus far, if you have. And I'm really just so grateful that this podcast has given us a place to fully emphasize every answer that we want to give people. There's just not enough time in the day for me to sit out and type 24 minutes of words to you. So I'm really glad that we now have a place to get all of this off our chest and out into the world. So again, thank you so much for listening and I will see you guys over in episode 10.